This interview from Radio Row at Super Bowl 52 is brought to you by Country Financial, Joe DeVere, Kettle River Furniture and Bedding, Kevin A. Bear, Liberty Mutual Insurance, Kevin Miller, Coldwell Banker Gundaker Realtors, Western Illinois University, Collinsville Auto Body, Inskip Law, and Glory Pro Wrestling. And welcome back to our Super Bowl special on 590 The Fan. Howard Balzer, Joe Roderick on Radio Row in Minneapolis. And a pleasure to talk with two guys who came from, well, came from wherever. Came from where? Came from a pig farm, actually. I'm the son of a pig farmer in <laughs> there suburban we go. Philadelphia. How's that, Howard? But, but to have great careers in the NFL with, yeah. with the Eagles. And uh, it's Vince Papali. Dennis Franks, everybody knows Vince from the movie Invincible. Dennis, an offensive lineman on those Eagles teams. But the main thing, first thing I just got to ask you, right off the bat, whoever wants to go first, go first. F- yeah, fill in the blanks. Dick Vermeil is intense. <laughs> and uh, and and uh, Dick Vermeil is uh, one of the men I love most in my life. So that's how I would describe him. But he was intense, uh, organized, and. Um, Still is, and uh, that's why he's so young, you know, at, at the young age of 80. Yeah. So, Dennis, how would you describe him? Uh, Dick Vermeil, leader, uh, creative and innovative, most important, caring about his players. Oh, then he always, yeah, he did, he, did, he did care about the players. He cared about the city. You know, there's some great speeches in there done by Greg Kinnear in the movie Invincible. And the one, uh, the one that's right at, we're going right against the Giants, and we're going out there for the Giants game. And then he's talking about the soul, the soul of the team and the soul of the city. And I think that's what's really exciting about what's going on right now with the Super Bowl. And uh, it, it's going to be upside down. The city just, uh, you know, if they, they don't win this game. Their soul's going to be torn apart. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? Uh, uh, the, massive the, depression. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's one thing about Super Bowls. You know, it, it's great going in halftime, but everybody starts getting depressed towards the end because football's <laughs> over for the year. <laughs> Did you guys have to worry back in the day about fans climbing up uh, climbing up light posts? They have to use the Crisco back when you guys were playing? <laughs> no, how about that? You know, we don't have to worry about them coming up to goalposts maybe, you know, and knocking that down. But uh, <laughs> Maybe a snowball. Was, yeah, but uh, somehow, <laughs> some way, somebody figured it out, didn't they? You know, <laughs> they put spikes inside their thighs and just, you know, shimmy it up there i mean it's just amazing if there's a will this way innovation that's what it's all about oh, you guys you two play there howard grew up there so i mean yeah you well, three of you guys know yeah, what high school about. did you go to howard uh springfield in montgomery county springfield montgomery county yeah. did you have a uh what's a coach out there by the name of landau i don't remember that name no, I, I mean i'm going i'm going way back i'm gone we're, we're talking 60s here. okay yeah well that's so. across from the old college which is now what a Del- not a delphia college they changed the name of beaver college uh, which is you're right across the street there on 309, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, on 309. Yeah, I'm an Edinburgh kid. All right. Yeah, All right. Delco guy. Yeah. So, do, do you st- you still reflect back on just the unlike just everything that happened just to even get make the team with the uh, Eagles? all the time and all the time and i draw strength from that and i think that's what our book the last laugh vision of victory is about you know from from those kinds of things and uh hey listen i came from the uh the most uh, humble of backgrounds my i wasn't kidding in the beginning when i said i'm the son of a pig farmer you know my mom and dad both one of eight great athletes uh, my mom was a professional baseball player in the 30s traveling up and down the east coast never got beyond the eighth grade both of them because of the war and that's where I come from, you know, and a biggest Eagle fan. And you remember Howard, uh, Tommy McDonald. Uh, oh, he yes. was our guy back then, you yep. know, with Chuck Bednarik and Tommy McDonald. And uh, he was my idol, and he was a little guy, and I was a little guy. And I, vi- I envisioned myself as, as Tommy McDonald. And, and Dennis's idol was Jim Kelly. 
from Notre Dame, you know, and um, and it, it, here's two Eagles that we uh, had as Eagles, and and now we wind up being alums with them in that same fraternity, which is pretty cool. Yeah, coming down to it, you know, I'm a son of a steel worker, and that's really when when we started to get to know each other. We had similar backgrounds, and then we started working with one another. I mean, Vince really helped me to run better. I worked with him on weights. We need to bulk him up for strength. And together, this whole journey has been awesome. And, and you know, to make the teams, to help the transition to go from loser to winner to Super Bowl 15 was pretty cool. And uh, again, nothing against uh, uh, New York and its great fans, but the miracle of the Meadowlands really was that yeah, lead totally. that took us to another level. Now, are you still now, Vince? You weren't. You weren't still playing for the Super Bowl year, correct? No, no. They, did, they, did you? Uh, I was no. in Detroit. I, was in Detroit. Oh, I got okay. traded the year that they won. Well, it's sort of like I wow. got retired. <laughs> I was I was doing the press thing in Philadelphia. You know what you normally have to do after you retire. I got retired. So uh, my fourth year, I spent on injured reserve. I blew both shoulders out, and uh, and then the fifth year was um, that was the year that we lost to Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship. Fifth year, they got to the bowl. And it was a killer because Coach always talked. He said, if it weren't for Dennis Franks and Vince Mappoway to set the attitude and character of the team, we wouldn't be here. And I'm thinking, well, why the hell aren't we there, you know? We're from St. Louis, and I remember he would often talk with what he did when he came to the Rams. Right. Helping turn that around. Sure. And weeding out those guys. And they had certain guys that also exemplified that spirit and all yeah. that and some of them weren't there that year they got to the super bowl but and uh, set the stage for, for you that. know and what he did he inherited a team out there in st louis that had a, there were a bunch of individuals and there were some attitudes and it's the same thing that dick inherited when he came to the coach Ramil when he came to philly in 76 and the first thing he said he said everybody's got a clean slate i don't care what you've done you're all coming in equal and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be judged by what you do now not what you did in the past and, uh, and I believe he did that when it, with the Rams, and he did the same thing with Kansas City and, you know, came just a play or two away from getting in the Super Bowl with them. So um, we're just so lucky to have played yeah. for a guy like Dick yeah. Vermeil, and he's actually he's one of our Great. Hall of Famers in our book uh, talking about the things he had to overcome to, to do the things that he's done. Great story about Dick. Um, it was funny, after they won the Super Bowl, about three weeks later I get this package in the mail and it's one of the Super Bowl balls, and he's inscribed on it. says, Denny, you would have made a great player on this team. Wow. And to have a coach come back and send something like that to a former player, I think it's pretty impressive. Um, remember when he decided to come out of the television broadcasting side and go back to coaching? I asked him, we were in Bookbinders, and I said, why are you going back? He says, I want to find out if the game's still the game. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah, it was really deep. It's yeah. funny he said that, because the one thing I always remember he said in terms of the game still being the game I think he was just so I don't know if overwhelm is the right word but that 80s Super Bowl it was like oh my god we got it oh god gotta be doing that and the whole team seemed to be just a little tense and all that and going against the Raiders and I remember what he said what he said several times after that it finally hit me when the game started and there was the kickoff and he said and it hit me that this game is just like any other game and that's kind of the way you have to yeah. treat it and uh-huh yeah. Even, yeah. even the big games, the biggest yeah. of the big. Well, well, you, Dick will be, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, no, yeah, no. Dick will be the first to say that he, he, uh, he, he didn't have the right approach with his team when he came in for that week because right. I, I was there, I was down in New Orleans, and I was out every night partying with all the Raiders, <laughs> and our guys were sleeping, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's it just, 
and Dick was wasn't that way. You know, he gave us a lot of free time when we and, and gave us a lot of opportunities to move around. You know, when we were players, but he got there and he just got so caught up with the the environment, the atmosphere, the distractions. He tried to insulate them. And I think the best thing he could have done, and he'll say that, is to right. let them experience the whole thing. At least early and, in and the have week. have enough confidence. Early. But he learned, and he, and he got it. The other thing that you have to be careful of going into the big games, and I think anybody who's played the games has experienced this one, where you become over-emotional, too high, too soon, and then when you hit the field, it's gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, So you almost have to time it to when you hit the field so that you're not too high before and you're growing into it. Like we used to explain, we'd get on a kickoff, it was like lighting the fuse of a stick of dynamite running down. To the big hit, a wedge, boom, bang, okay. <laughs> Everybody knows Vince's story, so many with the movie and Invincible and all that. You, you were a pretty good college player, and but wasn't wasn't drafted. Correct. And so, just reflect on that, and just I don't know how many teams uh, were interested, and then yeah. what what was it that landed there, you in Philly? There, there was a lot of teams actually interested. I went to Michigan as a middle linebacker, but I was also a high school All-American guard, offensive guard, and Bo changed me from linebacker to center my sophomore year, and, and I finished my career at center starting. Uh, multiple teams came to me, but when it came down to it, I was still six foot two, 245 pounds, and they said you just aren't big enough. And so Minnesota and Philadelphia were the two teams that were most interested, and Philadelphia opened up the door. Uh, That's great. Play. Well, um, again, the, yeah. the, the, the book is The Last Laugh, Vision to Victory. It'll be available in stores on March 5th. You can order it now at shop.com. And before you go real quick, Dennis, I don't know if, it, if, you, if Vince remembers, we, we are a trivia question, an answer to a trivia question in the history of the NFL, that on the first broadcast of the NFL draft on ESPN in 1980, we were, we were two of the anal analysts together awesome. in Bristol, Connecticut, <laughs> along with Upton Bell. I remember that. They wow. threw, and then they threw that big encyclopedia thing of, of facts, and I'm thinking, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. And it was the last time it was there, too. Yeah, I remember that, Howard. Yeah, 1980. Oh, that's oh. What, yeah, ESPN, Entertainment Sports Broadcasting Network. Got <laughs> it all down. Guys, thank Thanks you so much, yeah, man. It's a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Appreciate nice to it. See you.